October was in the chair, so it was chilly that evening, and the leaves were red and orange and tumbled from the trees that circled the grove. The twelve of them sat around a campfire, roasting huge sausages on sticks, which spat and crackled as the fat dripped onto the burning apple wood, and drinking fresh apple cider, tangy and tart in their mouths. Welcome to our final regular episode of season one of Type This Cast, the podcast where we take a close look at our favorite stories through the lens of the Enneagram. I'm Becky. I'm Janelle. And this week, we're celebrating the arrival of autumn with Neil Gaiman's incomparable short story, October in the Chair, which is a sneaky peek into the lives of the months of the year as they come together to share stories around a fire. Okay, before we do that, I just have to express how much I adore mm. Mr. Neil Gaiman. All of his books are just so fantastical and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And it he is probably the author that I've most wanted to like get into with the Enneagram yeah because it's such a different way of looking at especially something like what he does yeah um and it was a really hard process for us to decide what Neil Gaiman's story to do we went back and forth for so long Mm -hmm. which is why we finally uh put up an Instagram poll so we didn't have to decide (laughs) yep um and I'm so excited that it's this one that we ended up with because October in the Chair is so perfectly autumnal mm-hmm. as we end here. And it's sitting around the campfire with the months telling stories. And it is so thematic and beautiful. And mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk about the months. Like, how can you type the months? This was a challenge. <laughs> yes, it was. But it was so good. Um, but as I was like doing this new different thing with the months, I was thinking about our last episode with Greece mm-hmm. and how unique it was to do a musical as well. Yeah. And how through song so much was expressed, like as those songs have still been going through my head nonstop because uh-huh. they do that anyway. Always. But especially now, like just thinking about how the types have just even more solidified, like especially Sandy as a nine. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I... When we first, the first time I watched it through when we were doing this, I was like, oh, Sandy is so obviously a nine. Uh And then I like went back and forth through conversations we had that were like trying not to give away what we thought, but (laughs) then it like would spark a thought. I went toward two because I was like, well, that they nines and twos are mistyped a lot. Mm-hmm. But then it just like has continued to solidify her as a nine, even as the songs have gone through. Like, it's just so obvious with especially that final soliloquy mm-hmm. and then the ending. Like, I just think that's true. And I think that's the beauty of it. Like, is there is that evolution in that difference. Yeah. So. Definitely. Yeah. So I just really wanted to talk about that. Just how much I have loved through this process so far, mm-hmm. looking at all of these different types of stories, looking at films, at books, at musicals, at now at short stories, how they all have different ways of approaching you even with their types. Definitely. And it's so good. Yeah. And that's all I wanted to really say about that. But um, what do you think? Has Have any Grease thoughts come to you through this <laughs> last week or so? Honestly, and I, I don't feel like I can uh, go in depth here because p- 
potential for future episodes. Um, I've been thinking about the peripheral characters. Me too. Um, not oh, even too. like super peripheral characters, but just the rest of the T-Birds and the Pink Ladies, mm-hmm. the the interactions there and how, you know, as you move away from main characters in the text, you will get to some more cardboard stereotypes. Mm-hmm. But there's also, you know, as an actor is bringing that to life or as mm-hmm. your imagination is bringing those characters to life with different texts mm-hmm. we've looked at, there is there can be depth there and personality there that mm-hmm. isn't just, you know, the one dimensional dancer mm-hmm. <laughs> you know or whatever dancer number three um, right. on the edges who you know might steal the scene depending on who fills that role right um so that's not entirely enneagram related but mm-hmm. still thinking about some of those interactions and thinking about i'll be honest all through greece i also was thinking about my friends who played those characters mm-hmm. in high school me too and yep. it's just you know thinking through like i'd love to talk about eugene and oh my gosh eugene is he's just so healthy right he's the most <laughs> self-aware character in the entire thing definitely and it's amazing i love eugene yeah nerd cred man nerd totally cred. nerds are the best they are um or even even like the principal because oh good lord she's she's an interesting interesting character there um but yeah so um again i don't want to go too far with some of the thoughts i've had about potential type with those extra characters just because i know we might end up revisiting like yeah the the putsy and jan of it all and marty i really want to talk about marty yeah marty's my favorite Marty I mean, is Rizzo's my very favorite, but yeah. like I love Marty. She's so weird. Oh yeah. And she's such an interesting mix of different she's the mm-hmm. only one who really talks about the schoolwork. Uh-huh. But she's also so focused on her love life. She's responsible. Oh, totally. Even in those ways of being irresponsible, she's still being responsible by what society tells you you're supposed to be. Totally. Aside from Enneagram, just like yeah. looking at her well and mm-hmm. i mean i it everything you said just made me want to step into my english teacher hat yeah and talk about like every interpretation is valid too yeah. right like the idea of that reader response theory kind of reaction like when i look at those peripheral characters like you build their story right through their actions through the things they do and as someone who acted as the extra in almost every scene all the time Uh like I would always build a story for my character and have all of that panned out yeah and you can tell the people that do that and those that don't Mm -hmm. because they feel like a whole person yeah so you can put your interpretive perspective onto them Definitely. and get something that's crunchy and generative and worth discussing. Yeah. Um, so like what you were saying, you know, dancer number six, uh-huh. you know, that that one couple with her hair all must and like uh-huh. pulled up at the dance. I'm like, oh, there is a story there that I oh, really yeah. don't want to know because uh-huh. it seems slightly upsetting. Yes. But also I want to know their story. So they did something. So, yeah, maybe not enneagram typing but just like jumping into who are these people and what do they tell us about the world about the story and that gives us more 
with the characters that we are looking at. Like it's just this world of interpretation, literary or otherwise, is just so fun and useful as you go deeper and deeper and that's why I love doing what we're doing totally yeah and that's just the the joy of story mm-hmm. diving in um and also I'll admit to thinking about some of those extra characters because of the quantity of characters we were looking at this time sure yes absolutely <laughs> <laughs> oh um so as we jump into October in the chair. Mm -hmm. I do want to mention that this is a short story that is part of probably, in my humble opinion, Neil Gaiman's best collection of short stories called Fragile Things. Um, And we have linked it in the show notes. So please go buy it. You won't regret it. It also features uh, the poem Instructions, Mm -hmm. which is our closing every episode. And my favorite poem of all time about how to to traverse. That word tripped me up there. (laughs) Traverse the wild wood and the wild world that is fairy tale and our lives. Um. Oh, we also found uh, an audio via a YouTube clip um, of the entire story of October in the Chair that's also in the show notes. So I would check that out. It's just such a good story. Um, And this time, there (laughs) is only one source for our story. (laughs) So we did not have to decide whether it was the film or the book or (laughs) the fanfic or whatever it might be. Um, to look at these characters. So that made it somewhat easier. Yeah. But um, <laughs> these are the months of the year that we are typing as created by Neil Gaiman. But still. Indeed. Um, it is a short story. So some of these characters, I'm looking at you, December, have <laughs> limited lines Not and information about them. <laughs> so, you know, that meant we had to make some quick judgments, I think. But never fear, we have done our best and uh, we are still going to do this journey of looking at these characters through the lens of the Enneagram. Indeed. Um, I know we'll say it again before we even get going, but don't do what we had to do with this episode. Don't type people based on one action or one line. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not healthy and it's not easy. Um, But with that, as Becky mentioned, um, although for the previous episodes, we cut the characters that we were focusing on back to just four or five. With this, you're going to get all 12 months of the year. We definitely. Yeah, you are. Typed all 12. Yeah, Um, we did. So that being said. As I mentioned about this uh, this particular short story, the months have come together to tell stories. Mm-hmm. And there are characters within those stories. Mm-hmm. We're not touching any of those. No, 12 is enough. Yeah. We will do the 12 months. We don't have to do the characters in the stories, though that would be fun. It's true. I do like Run quite yes. a lot. Um, but yeah, so we're just sticking to the 12 months. We're not doing Runt or Dearly or mm-hmm. the sommelier or mm-hmm. restaurant owner from September's story mm-hmm. um, or the um, 
the x-ray machine worker at LaGuardia from <laughs> June's story. Oh, June. Um, but yeah, so all that to say might take a little bit longer, but also they have a lot less to say and a lot less for us to pull from. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah. I mean, I assume that this won't take as long, but I've said that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so before we jump in, it's just a brief reminder one last time for those of you playing along at home. Mm -hmm. Here are the monikers that we are working with uh, and short I statements for each. And just remember that these are not the be all end all. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of different Enneagram teachers who have come up with a lot of different titles for these types. If one doesn't work for you, move on, find another. We just thought these were the most helpful for us. Definitely. So type one is the reformer. The I statement is I do everything the right way. Type two, the befriender. I help others. Type three, the motivator. I am seen as successful. Type four, the romantic. I am unique. Type five, the observer. I need to understand the world. Type six, the guardian. I need to be secure. Type seven, the enthusiast. I am happy and open to new things. Type eight, the challenger. I must be strong. And type nine, the peacemaker. I am agreeable. As I mentioned just a bit ago, and we'll say it until the end of Type This Cast and probably beyond mm -hmm. do not type the real live humans in your life just don't no really don't do it don't do it it is cruel and unusual and unhelpful let them find their own type and yeah. as always if you want to hear about why we say that go listen to our very first introduction episode episode 0 0.5 of season one mm-hmm all right, Janelle, that's enough chitter-chatter. Let's do this. Let's type this cast. All right. So, January. One. one. February. Six. One. March. Two. Two. April. Eight. Three. May. Three. Uh, eight. <laughs> <laughs> we flipped that. Yeah. June. Six. Six. July. Nine. Five. I see that. August. Seven. Seven. September. September. Three wing four. <laughs> Three. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> October. Two. Nine. November. Four. Four. December. Five. One. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. This was fun. Like we said, the months are hard because we don't have a lot of information. So if you heard the curiosity in our voices, I don't think either of us feel super confident about any of these. Actually, that's not true. I no, feel I'm fairly confident about several of them. There are just... As am I. Like, there are several that I think definitively. Yeah. But uh, let's not just do that. Let's no, talk about it. Totally. Uh, so, Janelle, why don't you start us off with January? Okay. So... I'm sorry, Becky. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say all of January's lines. I hate you for that. I there are so many. Like you're so probably many. stealing the quote that I chose. <laughs> and if you're wondering why we're laughing so much about this, here you go. 
What about the minutes? Asked January. We always do the minutes when I'm in the chair. A little while later. What about the minutes? Repeated January. We, you can't ignore them. And that's all that January says. Mm-hmm. Correct. That's it. So that makes it fun. Yeah. So for obviously for me with any of the months that only had one or two lines like that, um, you just pull what you can. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, January is very focused on doing things the right way Mm -hmm. and doing things their way. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's, we always do the minutes when I'm in the chair. Mm -hmm. And, that reminds me just so much of the the frequent conversation about ones is the the dishwasher. Yep. And the reloading of the dishwasher yep, the in right way. their way, which is the right way. Mm-hmm. Um and so the concern about procedure with the the keep, you know, going over the minutes from the last meeting mm-hmm. just feels like that sort of one space, the Robert's Rules of Order mm-hmm. sort of space. Absolutely. Um, so that's what <laughs> this is going to some of these characters going to go by fast. That's what brought me to one for yeah. January. <laughs> um, so you basically stole all of my words. You stole my quotation and you stole all the words I used to talk about one space. Aww. However, um, I think. I especially the when I'm in the chair, like Mm. I heard it as a like, we always do the minutes when I'm in the chair. Like this, I am the most right. Mm -hmm. I know what is the most right to do. I care about procedure. Mm -hmm. And October, you are doing this wrong. Yeah. And I should just always be in the chair because like things would just work more smoothly. They would just be right Mm-hmm. If I was in the chair and you're messing this up mm-hmm. and it feels like so much of that judgment yeah. from the one um, and that inner voice, like, this is not right. This is not right. Like, fix it, fix it, fix it. Definitely. Um. So, yes, I agree. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I also said February was a one. Okay. Um, I vacillated on that because February and January say close to the same things. Yes. But the way that February says it, I just could not get away from one. Okay. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the quote I have may or may not be something you have too. Uh-huh. Uh, February says, hey, 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 hey. I didn't hear the chairman ratify that. Nobody starts till October says who starts and then nobody else talks. Can we have maybe the tiniest semblance of order here? Mm. So just especially that sort of like gunfire of, hey, like, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. You're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. We need order, especially the order. If you don't do it the right way, it's just going to be chaos Mm -hmm. and things will not be okay. And then I will not be okay. Mm -hmm. And I need it to be right. I need to fix this to make it right. So I'm going to like vocally like assault you (laughs) to get us to that right and proper place otherwise everything falls apart yeah so that's where i sat with february as a one that's fair i had i had a hard time with february i I vacillated back and forth between where i landed um as a phobic six Mm. and a one Mm -hmm. um and i'll be honest the uh 
although we talked about the fact that we didn't need to decide upon a um, a version for this particular text, I own the audio book that's narrated by Neil mm. himself. How does he do it? And that hey is very much sort of the anxious mm-hmm. hey, 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 mm-hmm. sort of space. Like watch it. And yeah. then also the that those the lines that you shared very much still resonated one ish with me Mm -hmm. even with the anxiety Mm -hmm. where i oh absolutely went to phobic six though was um was this you're taking this to a formal vote february said i cannot believe this i cannot believe this and i i cannot believe this is happening he mopped his brow with a handful of tissues which he pulled from his sleeve Mm. And for me, again, it's such a small chunk, but combination of the way Neil Gaiman read February and that the the idea both of clinging to the concerns of an authority figure, his brother month mm-hmm. who sits next to him, mm-hmm. um, and needing to to keep the order and clinging to the rules from from mm-hmm. authority. Um, and then having to mop his brow, but then also being the Boy Scout who has the tissues yeah. with him. Um, those are the things that pointed me, because a six is always prepared. Mm-hmm. I know it's Boy Scoutish. I'm using air quotes, folks, so you can <laughs> experience I them. this. I can corroborate your story. <laughs> um, but that's just because they've thought through and are afraid of the worst mm-hmm. case scenario, they are in that prepared space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the anxiety that they deal with doesn't necessarily feel like they're mm-hmm. prepared, mm-hmm. but that's still that space. It reminded me a lot of, of what we saw in Piglet. Mm. Um, well, even the um, speech pattern. Yes. Yeah, that stuttering. The stuttering yeah. space. No, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, I'm pretty convinced. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why I, I went there. Yeah. But, yeah. Again, yeah. as I'm say, as I'm sure we'll say with, especially the next one, but all of the rest of them, the uh, uh, the difficulty of typing a personality from this much information. And again, they can't see your hand. I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> um, my my thumb and forefinger were less than an inch apart from each other. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I'm pretty convinced by that. I think the quote you used, I still. It still sounds like because of right there is that yeah. phobic nature, but it's like no, it's like shut it down. Yeah, you know. But I like I see both sides of that, but that's really convincing the the boy scoutiness of the <laughs> tissue too. Uh huh. All right, Janelle, tell us your thoughts on March since I started February. Okay, so March, March is one of the numbers that I pushed off and off and off because I'm gonna do it again like I did for January. Here you go, folks. Squat March, sitting next to her, laughed low and dirty, and then pulled out a huge, filthy handkerchief. Here you go, he said. Okay, what was the number you said? I said March was a two. Me too. Um, And when that's all you have to go on is someone who doesn't say much in this scenario, and when they do say anything, it's to give help. Mm-hmm. just felt like it fell naturally into that two space. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, what I started to do 
because I kept vacillating because it, it, I didn't want to just go with two. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started looking at the stances again, uh, the withdrawing stance, the, um, the sort of aggressive stance and then the, um, approaching or something like it's, I just had it up and now I don't remember. It's, it's moving towards people, but not against, whereas mm-hmm. the aggressive is going against and the withdrawing is the turning into yourself mm-hmm. space. And so just for those of you that don't know, those are the stances that different numbers can take. Mm-hmm. That's sort of one of those deeper pulls that can help us sort of find these types. Definitely. Yeah. And it has been suggested by, by Ian um, Cron in his podcast typology. Mm-hmm. And um, it was what one of the things that Suzanne Stabile in the conference we went to um, talked about as a way to sort of, if you can't land on a number, start mm-hmm. looking at, mm-hmm. at, you know, what sort of stance you're in as a way to move into, well, then you've narrowed it down to three. Um, Absolutely. And I've found it completely helpful. Like it really helped me see my number because I am definitely a withdrawing stance. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Sorry. So that's where I started. And, um, the two is the, the moving toward Mm -hmm. the sort of interdependent Mm -hmm. stance space where, you know, March doesn't do much, but when he does, it's to help um, his neighbor help Mm -hmm. the month sitting right next to him. Mm -hmm. Doesn't take much, but that's just what he does. So yeah, not, not an easy one because there was so little, but also almost too easy because of all there was. Yeah, I felt the same way is that there was just so little, but what there was shown yeah. as a two. Um, and maybe it's because it's so little that it becomes sort of a stereotyped thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate that you brought that positive side of two. That like, I don't have much, but what I have is yours Mm. aspect. Because that's really what I saw. But something that I thought about um, is that the way March gives support to April is interesting and maybe something that is a hard side of two. Yeah. Because I said, it's not necessarily the way that April would want to be cared for. Yeah. Or the kind of care April accepts yeah. as an eight yeah, as a number that we're not talking about yet uh-huh. <laughs> but like so march laughs low and dirty just like this like immediate response because march thinks the statement that april makes requires like a laugh a of, of camaraderie yeah. of uh-huh. care so that's like a, a move of empathy that twos are so good at yeah and then give pulls out a huge filthy handkerchief and says here you go because probably all march had and april's like uh ew yeah (laughs) but you know april had just bitten into these really hot sausages that burned her Uh uh-huh and so march is like immediately empathetic and caring and giving uh himself away and so i just thought that was really interesting Uh because when i hear that at first i'm like that is not care i do not want your filthy handkerchief i'm burned Uh this is like gonna get me infected like that's not good care 
And then I was like, oh, but like it's what you have and you want to show empathy. You want to show care. And that is just the value of a two. Yeah. That like here, take everything, <laughs> you know, this idea. And sometimes people don't understand that because it's not maybe the way that they expect or want or need sometimes. Totally. But it's just this beautiful space of a two. Yeah. All right, Becky, you you just started to talk there about, about the number you thought April was. So I'm going to uh, let you start on April. So April is obviously an eight. <laughs> like there is no world in which April is not an eight. So um, I pulled just that first quotation. Um, oh, no, actually, I didn't. <laughs> okay. Because um, the first one is pretty good. But this one I really liked because I think it really shows some of that interesting space of an eight. Uh-huh. So after the minutes conversation from February and March, mm-hmm. Fe- January and February, where am I? That's what day right. is it? <laughs> um, April says, let the little buggers take care of themselves. And I think September should go first. <laughs> so little buggers is referring to the minutes. Like, I don't care about the minutes. Mm-hmm. Just let's move on. So it's this like taking control yeah but it happens right after september calls april a hypochondriac so april in that moment feels like september is judging her and calling out like a vulnerability because she responds with like and i mean i don't think April's actually a hypochondriac Uh uh-huh she's just been burned by hot sausages but september is saying this thing that could make people think less of her Mm -hmm. and this like just immediate responsiveness of control. I will control this situation. Hmm. I, and so it's, and it's also this vindictive control taking because immediately she says September should go first. Interesting. So undermining the rules, even controlling the situation. Let's stop talking about the minutes. Nothing's happening. Let's move forward. Let's make something happen. Hmm. And I am not a hypochondriac. So September, show us what you got. Now you have to tell the first story. And I think that's why September stumbles into the story September tells because uh, April is like forcing that. I have other thoughts on September. I don't necessarily think that as a whole, but I think that's like, it's just... It just felt like this move of like, I am being controlled. Mm -hmm. You're trying to control my narrative and point out a vulnerability Hmm. that like I got burned and now I'm afraid that it's bad. Yeah. And like, and so I'm turning it around on you and moving forward. Yeah. That's, that's interesting because I, especially because of the way September responds to being nominated, Mm -hmm. I did not read April's nomination of September as as vindictive i read it as he's my friend i'm going to suggest he goes first because mm. um, just following what happens right before that i just read it as yeah like a, a, a like gut response literally interesting yeah and i think there's some of it like i don't think it's all that i think uh-huh. there could be some like september loves to hear himself talk so let's hear him talk uh-huh. but i think it's in a like yeah but like he's not prepared and here we go yeah like so yeah september should go first if he thinks he knows everything yeah that's that's interesting yeah for me i i definitely like i said read that particular line more as as april being like just like 
let's get things moving because mm-hmm. obviously they haven't gotten moving yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Me but too. yeah, but you know, I'm going to pass it off to, to my friend. Um, partially because like I said, I thought April was a three, mm-hmm. um, which gosh, it took me a while to land on April. Um, and that's partially because of the way in which she's described by the others, both September and may call her sensitive. Um, which is interesting because she isn't really, mm-hmm. um, which I see how you can see that as eight space, Yeah, but an eight she's... would have responded a lot more harshly to anyone calling them sensitive than she does. Yeah. Um, she's Maybe. also described as cruel. She's yeah. described as sensitive and cruel. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I don't think she would see that in herself, mm-hmm. which is how I see some of the three space she she's very much in she's one of the first to speak Mm -hmm. um which i saw as eight trying to control that oh interesting i yeah and i saw that more as the when she was injured she responded vocally out loud who knows anyone else might have already been burnt by how hot the sausages were Mm -hmm. but she jumped into that performative space Mm -hmm. and the words she particularly uses Mm -hmm. are very shakespearean she's wonderful when she um here's just the the bit april took a dainty bite from her sausage which burst open as she bit into it spilling Hot juice down her chin. Beshrew and suck order on it, she said. And gosh, that to me just felt so like such the performative mm. three space, especially since she took a dainty bite to start. And so it's like she's trying to keep things contained, but in this very sort of like performative way still, like mm-hmm. eating around all these people she's i don't know she's still doing it in this very careful way um and then there's also her response to june's Mm -hmm. spoken anxiety Mm -hmm. that that does feel yeah it all feels eight-ish to me like i'm not convinced (laughs) (laughs) that's fair um i i don't while I do see that that is something an eight could say in uh-huh. that situation, there's also enough in an eight as the protector that I don't see. Well, it also depends on what April and Jude's relationship looks like. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we just don't know, mm-hmm. you know, because there's only that one interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely stuck with the three because of the very shakespearean performance of it all where i read that completely different because the words that are used are so harsh yeah and it's just you know the um stance of an eight is like aggressive coming at you Uh something attacked her she was burned and she said beshrew and suck a door on you like how dare you touch me how dare you control me how dare you hurt me and then like her response again to September and then her response to June was uh-huh. like, oh, June's crazy. Yeah. Like it's because June's crazy because it's that black and white thinking. Uh-huh. It's the I'm right. You're wrong. You're just wrong. Yeah. And so I'm pointing out that you're wrong hmm. and like, let's move on. Like, yeah. let's do this. I see what you're saying. Like, I totally I think there's a lot of three space there. The performative aspect. Even in the fact that like the after she's handed the the handkerchief she wipes herself off and instead of just 
thanks and letting it go, she moves on to the cursed bag of innards burned me. Mm-hmm. You know, it is performative. It's very, yeah. it's very performative. See, you're just, we're just reading that in two different tones. Oh, totally. Because you're reading it as that Shakespearean performative. I'm reading that as anger. Uh-huh. Like I just hear immediate angry space. Yeah. Like that is Beshrew and Suckador, the cursed bag of innards. Like I'm cursing it. Yeah. I am telling it who's boss. I'm giving it a bad evil name that's over the top yeah which is sometimes also an eight thing like that like responsiveness from the gut without Mm -hmm. like it's the gut comes forward first before the head yeah you know that like gut reaction to the anger at being burned it just felt so like temper tantrum stompy toddler sort of like huh. anger I, is how I, I heard it when i first read it totally yeah. yeah and i heard it in a like i said both shakespeare performative but also still sort of in the like in the toddler space but in the something went wrong and i'm supposed to be the best mm. space so i failed at this yeah. yeah no i can see that like especially i think that when you say the dainty bite yeah makes it like it's like <laughs> I'm I'm being precious and like I almost think of Umbridge yeah. from Harry Potter uh-huh. like the way that she eats the <laughs> oh. yeah you know that like everything is fine mm-hmm. and like I am doing this thing performatively perfectly and like it failed like yeah. so I I see where you're coming from I just I don't read it that way at That's all fair. like yeah. I just can't I just hear the like gut anger every huh. time. Like every comment, every interaction just sounds like that to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, I believe Tell you... us May. Oh, am I May? Uh I oh no. You're May. Okay. Um, yeah. So um we we swapped here. So I said May is an eight. Um <laughs> because her initial entry into the conversation is after September has criticized April for being a hypochondriac. Mm-hmm. Um and May says, lay off her. Um, she's sensitive. That's not. It felt to me very much like the eight space who is there to defend the defenseless. Mm, mm-hmm. Eights. As you were talking about, they they do live in that reactive space mm-hmm. and um, not all the time, but no, it's not every it's, time. It's yeah. as a, it's as that protection for their own mm-hmm. inter inner sensitivity, mm-hmm. and so when they see others being, um, others who are sensitive being attacked, they will jump in. They're the first person to have your back mm-hmm. if you're one of their people. Um, and so that's that's one of the things. The other thing for me that felt that really led me to eight was let him tell his story if he wants to she said god knows it can't be worse than the one about the wine um and i see you stole my evidence and there was more than one quote this time (laughs) sorry (laughs) that's what that face was (laughs) um there's for me no one there's very few numbers, maybe in other of that sort of attacking stance that might respond that way. But an eight calls it like they see it. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. so, you know, it can't be worse than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So I saw both good eight 
and and sometimes difficult eight mm-hmm. in May's responses. Challenging. Challenging eight. Eight. Yes. The challenger. Exactly. Um, yeah, I disagree. Again, on the other side, we flipped. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> I said May was a three mm-hmm. because you quoted part of what I wanted to talk about. But so after that, let her talk if she wants to. Um, it, I'm going to read the whole quotation because I think it just shines as three. Uh-huh. May was placing a dozen chestnuts on the grate above the fire, deploying them into patterns with her tongs. Let him tell his story if he wants to, she said. God knows it can't be worse than that one about the wine. And I have things to be getting back to. Flowers don't bloom by themselves. So I just saw, like, May is taking charge here as there's conflict and they are wasting time by arguing. We need to get moving. We need to get the action going. Mm -hmm. And I have things that need to be done. Like Mm. that is how everything is framed. And like threes are known as the motivator. They're Mm -hmm. motivating everyone to move on, to stop wasting time, right? That time waste, that efficiency. Yeah. And then the thing that really stood out to me, aside from the like flowers don't bloom by themselves, like I have things to do. I have actions to contend with and you're just sitting around talking. Mm. This is not accomplishing anything. Even as they're talking, even as they are doing this thing that they're moving forward with, May is still doing tasks, still active, still Hmm. action oriented, placing a dozen chestnuts on the grate above the fire, deploying them in patterns with her tongs, like preparing the chestnuts for how they will be roasted and like making a pattern, making it efficient, making it the best that it can be and beautiful. Hmm. And so I just saw that as like an action space. Mm -hmm. And even that quote that you used, it was like, okay, let's get moving. Like let her, let her talk. She wants to let's like, Okay, let's get this show on the road. Yeah. Um, and so, and I think there is an emotional empathy there that mm-hmm. threes have, but it's also like that best turn. Like, let's just keep this moving. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I I'd still say eight, but I can see where you <laughs> you get three from. Um. All right. So to you, no. Wait. Yes. To you then for June. Okay. Um, so I said six, Mm -hmm. uh, because I think it's pretty, uh, clear. Um, the quote I'm going to use is sometimes I think somebody's watching us from the woods and then I look and there isn't anybody there, but I still think it, it just shines this fear and paranoia stance Mm. of a phobic six, Mm -hmm. this sort of like constant anxiety and looking around for the danger and the attack Mm -hmm. and this awareness of the bad things that could happen. That worst case scenario building, looking into the woods and especially feeling anxious about the unknown. The woods represent the unknown, the complete unknown. So looking off into that, the way a six is always nervous about what is unknown. Sixes want to be secure, want to be safe, Mm -hmm. Um, which is why like, you know, folks, sixes often listen to the advice of the community or authority they're asking for a lot of opinions to make them feel reassured and safe Mm -hmm. Um, and that just sounds like like june is asking for people to like affirm Mm -hmm. her Mm -hmm. um and i think someone does do that but i have more to say on that later 
Okay. Um, but I just, I see that phobic six in everything June says, even toward the end as well. Yeah. Um, so June is one of the three months who actually shares a story. And I also mm-hmm. said that June, that she was a six. Um, and that's partially because of the way in which she tells her story. Mm-hmm. It oh, yeah. It starts with, with uh, June, hesitant and clean, raised her hand and said, I have one about a guard on the x-ray machines at LaGuardia Airport. And her story is only two sentences long, but they are the longest run-on sentences you've ever heard. Um, and the thing to me is both the content of her story about security. Right. Precisely security. Yep. And um, and the way in which once she's done, because it started as a, I have a story, mm-hmm. but then I just told it now. And then when October says, okay, go ahead, tell that one. Um, she just, deer in the headlights. Mm-hmm. June stared at him like a spooked animal. <laughs> that. I, I just did, she said. And it's just, that feels so, so six-ish to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me a little bit with June um, because I was trying to think about about talk styles. Mm-hmm. And that story isn't necessarily a six's talk style, but the content of the story and the sort of the nerves just going into it felt like it, it carried six-ish tones. Yeah. No, I absolutely, that story, man, the like quick description of uh-huh. it. Is it okay? Like, yeah, is that a, okay? And then like, tell you, okay, June, tell your story. Oh, I did. Uh, uh-oh. Uh, the, uh, are you going to leave me now? Yeah. You're my security. Like you're uh-huh. my community. And yeah, no, well, I, and I disagree. <laughs> it's both. Yeah. It's interesting because her story is. Her or her, I just did at the end. I I sat with that for a while, yeah. <laughs> just to be like, is she saying that because is she scared there? Is she spooked? Because, yeah. oh no, I just told all of it, and I'm supposed to be telling a story. Yeah. Or is it? Oh, they didn't understand mm. that I I was telling it. Mm-hmm. And either way, it still has that sixish feel to it. But yeah. it was just one of those things that I sat there for a while contemplating just the, I just did of it all. <laughs> I know. Well, and I was thinking too, like it's such an anxious way of telling it. Yes. Like I have to get it all out. Otherwise they won't hear. They won't know. It's a, a whole story. Yeah. Told in, in like really quick, really breaths. fast. I'm so nervous. And I'm just talking right now because I want you to hear. And I don't know if you'll hear it and I don't know if it'll be okay. Will you approve of me? <laughs> like, yeah. It just felt like all of those anxiety ridden things. Definitely. Um. Yeah. But like we all do that, right? Oh, like totally. it's that sort of anxiety of the unknown mm-hmm. and like that community approval. Yeah. I think what clinched it for me aside from the story was the, the ending the last thing that she says me too is after october's story she asks what happened next asked you nervously after he went into the house yeah and actually it's may's response that made me think that she was an eight Mm, what does may say because may responds by may sitting next to her put her hand on june's arm better not to think about it she said and that felt like an eight going into the two space that's a three not wanting to think about emotions 
but she's calming someone else. I know that's that was a <laughs> terrible thing for me to say because that's not actually how threes are. Yeah. Threes just don't want to look at their own emotions and or it's not don't want to, don't have time to. Yeah, because they're too busy. Yeah, <laughs> and it could be just and a, it's not efficient. Yeah, yeah, but it felt yeah. very no, caretakery. No, but June, definitely that line at the end, the like, still, you told this story and now I'm anxious about the story. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's helping poor June. I know. <laughs> All right. I started June. So what do you say about July, Janelle? Give us the number first, because I think we disagreed on this one, too. OK, so for July, I said um, a five with a six wing. Um, OK. And... <laughs> So yet again, sorry, Becky, I keep getting the ones where I get to say all of what they said. I know. I keep giving you these and then I'm in a I'll, I'll let you have December. Okay. That's very kind of you. <laughs> um, so July's only entry into the story is, I don't have anything personal on this, said July, apologetically. It's purely procedural. We shouldn't be setting precedents. Um, and I actually read more emotion into that than i ever read from it um it's define what you mean by that well when i when i read it as july saying it it's i i i read it just now giving more emphasis than i heard when i read okay july saying it so like when i heard july's response it's it's purely procedural we shouldn't be setting precedents um and for me Gosh, when that's all you have, I do see how, you know, because this is part of um, deciding who's going to start telling stories, Mm -hmm. um, there is definitely someone space there with this isn't the right thing to do, Mm -hmm. but there's no mention of right Mm -hmm. or what I do, unlike January. Mm -hmm. Um, This is someone who is detached someone who isn't in their necessarily emotional space just seeing i i'm not voting for this happening simply because the information i have doesn't work with this situation Mm -hmm. so it is that very logical space for me which is why i ended up saying the five um i said the six wing just because of the fact that um, you do have the the descriptor apologetically. Mm-hmm. And so it's still being said in that space of this is the logical thing and we shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. But it also has to do a little bit with why I said February was a six with the, the authority spaces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. And what did you say, Becky? Okay. So I actually have to reread this because you read it wrong. Okay, we'll go for it. <laughs> I don't have anything personal on this, said July apologetically. It's it's purely procedural. We shouldn't be setting precedents. So I heard nine space there. Interesting. The thing that tipped me off into nine space was that word for you that gave you the six space, uh-huh. apologetically. Mm. It's an apology. So... July here has abstained from voting for mm-hmm. whether they'll do the minutes and or start the stories, this idea of like changing the rules. Uh-huh. And so I think a nine is abstaining from voting because there are two sides that feel strongly hmm. about this. There's 
January and February who were like, no, we have to do the minutes. This matters. How dare you vote for starting the stories now? And then there's like May and April who just want to get on with it. And because May's got stuff to do and like the others just want to move forward. Mm -hmm. And so nine is feeling both of those spaces Hmm. and doesn't want to offend either side. Hmm. So July is... Just abstaining. Like, July could just abstain from voting. It's fine. You don't have to vote, Mm -hmm. but feels the need to explain why. Hmm. Said, I don't have anything personal in this, said July apologetically. It's purely procedural. We just shouldn't be setting precedents. So it's like placating the one side that wants the rules. So February and January with the we shouldn't be setting precedents. Mm -hmm. So we probably shouldn't do this, but I'm abstaining because I don't have anything personal. It's fine if we tell stories. I don't actually care one way or the other. I don't know what I think. Yeah. So like I'm not going to vote. So I don't feel personally. So no one be offended. I have nothing personal (laughs) in this. So uh, like my not voting shouldn't offend you and my voting would probably offend you and create conflict. <laughs> so I'm saying there's nothing personal and um, I don't want to upset anyone. I just want to get on with it. And like thinking about like April's feelings in particular, mm. like feeling that anxiety with it. Like, let's just like do something. Cause I feel the anxiety of April. That's interesting. Cause or, I typed a, a later month nine for similar reasons. Yeah. Um, I just, it, it just the apologetically, that framed how I heard the words yeah. and then hearing the words that way. I was like, oh man, this is just like y'all like, let's just, <laughs> let's just move forward. Like no one have conflict. You're all fighting with one another. And I think that we should just get along and move forward. <laughs> Go. Yeah. <laughs> Fascinating. Um, yeah. I think I, I can see that. I still hold to, the procedural mm-hmm. nature. No, I hear it. Like when you read it like that, I'm like, oh no, I see like looking at it like it's not personal. It's detached. Yeah. But I just like that apologetically though. Yeah. That's like, fair. The Because the, the talk style of a five is just straightforward. This is what it is mm-hmm. and probably would have voted. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah. Well, they didn't have, it was just the eyes. They weren't calling yeah. for nays, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, August, go for it. All right. So this one's pretty superficial. (laughs) So we don't have a lot on August. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to stick with the things that were objectively describing August, as in not what September says about August. Oh, interesting. So I used, he was the fattest of them all. His thin hair combed in golden wisps across his pink pate. Just the physical description. And now, mind you, I started this with saying superficiality, but I moved forward with that. Uh-huh. Um, so. Also, sev- never type anyone by their physical appearance. No, don't. But but the reason I was typing him by his physical appearance, it is actually tied with what's said of him later. Yeah. But it's especially this idea of the forward future thinking, mm-hmm. fun-seeking space of a seven. Yeah. Um, 
it's described sevens are described like their mortal sin is the sin of gluttony uh-huh. this idea of not just with food with like activity with whatever mm-hmm. but i thought just especially like starting with he was the fattest of them all mm-hmm. and then his hair was just combed sideways he wasn't worried that much about his appearance and he had a pink paint he was sunburned which denotes to me he's outside yeah a lot he's out seeking activity thinking about the future not worrying about how he looks not worrying that he's getting fat not worrying that his hair is a mess and that he's getting sunburned he's just looking for the next fun action Mm -hmm. um and like and there are a few other quotes that you might use some of them but like his description of the story that's told too yeah i saw as like we already talked about this (laughs) like let's move on i because sevens are future focused totally future thinking they don't want to think about the past and then there's that snobby description by september that especially tied to like that like beer and barbecue yeah like just seeking what's fun and like not worrying about the rest of it mm-hmm. um i just saw that as seven space yeah definitely and i was uh september helped me help helps me clinch it for for mm-hmm. august as a seven i definitely yeah agree with you there um but it's also because i saw August is polite right before that physical description. Mm. It's excuse me, said August politely. Um, and then goes into a summing up of the story September's telling, mm. which storytelling is a yeah. sevens talk style. So a summing summing up doesn't really work, but at the same time, they're aware of story. Absolutely. Um, and so like you were saying what August says, because if it is, you told it before years ago dumb story then dumb story now but the description of after of him saying that right after is august smiled his pink cheeks shone in the firelight so there's no like malice Mm -hmm. at at september at all it's just he's bored he's heard this story Uh he wants to move on Uh um so i agree with you there that's definitely what led me towards seven for for august also again at the end after October has finished his story, August is the first one to say, anyone else want to turn? Mm-hmm. Asked August. More stories! Yes, but then also, since there was silence, then I think we're done. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go do something fun now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's move on. The, you know, there's a great meal, but yeah, let's go have fun. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. It's so funny. You're so much less cynical than I am. <laughs> um, I saw that dumb story aspect as like leaning into an eight wing. Oh, interesting. Like, let's let's move forward. Not like in a negative way, but just yeah. like, okay, okay. Calling it like, like they see it. Calling you. it like he sees it. And then that smile I saw as both like, let's move on, but also like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Oh, interesting. Like, I don't want to talk about this. Let's do something else. I win. Yeah. Okay, next story. like it felt like playful sort of in your faceness Uh but that sort of like smug like dumb story then dumb story now (laughs) oh interesting yeah (laughs) um but yeah so there we go all right september yeah um september i said a three with a four wing um and Oh, September is an exciting month. September, like June, is one of the three months that tells a story. Yep. Or tries to tell a story because, as we just learned, August interrupts. 
um fails perhaps yeah and it's interesting to see what happens when september fails <laughs> upon so the just before we get there, even before we even get into the story that September tells, as soon as April nominates September, September preened and nodded, delighted, he said. And it's just that, oh, I get the spotlight now. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Um, feeling of I've been nominated I will shine. I will do this. Even if it is, like you said, Becky, from a a vengeful place, I will still make this my thing and Mm -hmm. I will be the best at it. Mm -hmm. Um, I will leave the bit in the story that he tells for you. If you're going to, okay, then I won't. Um, So one of the things is in the middle of September's story, um, he makes a self-referential comment. So he's telling this story that he can't help but throw himself into to say, and I understand about fine wines. The last of the white grapes are harvested me, harvested in me and the bulk of the reds. I appreciate fine wines. The aroma, the taste, <laughs> the aftertaste as well. It's just this... God, what a prick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's it's that moment for a three to to yeah. shine in the spotlight again to like mm-hmm. I can connect with this story because I know. Mm-hmm. And have you seen my resume? Wines are harvest wine grapes are harvested <laughs> in my so mouth. Um and um goodness, there's so much with September. Mm-hmm. I could keep going, but I'll stick with those two and let you take it from there no it's september oh man like you said there's so much there's so many places you could go yes um and i struggled choosing a quotation for this Uh because like so much of that story that story is just three space yes right the very story that is told Mm -hmm. but i think even like when he is called out by August. Mm-hmm. It's like a failure, right? Like you've already told this because this is the image bearing story. Yes. The story that makes him look the best that he knows he can tell well and yeah. win a room. Mm-hmm. But wait, he's already been in this room and told this story. So he fails and he tries to like build himself back up. Uh huh. Um, yeah. But that's not actually what I was going to use. Um, <laughs> so mine is actually just at the beginning, that bit that I already kind of referred to. But right after um, April makes a mess of herself with the sausages mm-hmm. and gets burned, it says, September yawned. You are such a hypochondriac and such language. He had a pencil thin mustache and was balding in the front, which made his forehead seem high and wise. Mm-hmm. So everything 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 with september is about image Mm -hmm. and retaining image and i love that word seem made his forehead seem high and wise Mm -hmm. like this sort of condescending 
judgment of I know best Mm -hmm. is framing that image in this room. Like I have the higher ground above you, April. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I saw that like you brought in the preening before he tells the story as the response. So uh, September says this April says, why don't you go first September as like, I'm going to control you and you're going to fall on your face. And September's like preening like, Oh no. Oh no, I'm going to be amazing. I have the most amazing story. Yeah. Um, so just this focused on image, deeply condescending to August too, mm-hmm. when August insults his story. Yes. To try to win it back is when September describes August as someone who is low and cannot even appreciate nice things because mm-hmm. all August appreciates are things like beer and barbecues, not fine wines and sommeliers and Michelin star winning chefs. Exactly. So it's just all that. And then in the midst of that story, he describes this best chef as an elegant creature of mock solicitude and I just, uh, that's yep. just like everything just shone. And like, I sort of was derisive at September and I roll my eyes, but mostly because, you know, you hate the things you see in yourself, right? <laughs> like, because I know I can be that way with high culture sometimes. Um, but I just, I love that framing of September, like just mm-hmm. always trying to reframe the situation to make himself look best yeah, and to win the room and to be the wisest and just the best. Definitely. All right. Yeah. Um, just be- quickly before we move on to October about September, the thing with even after he's failed and responded cruelly to August, but then also just sort of given up and abruptly deciding I I can't keep winning here. He still lashes out because of the failure Mm -hmm. against April. Um, Even though the failure was because of August, it's um, just that very, sarcastic and cutting that's our april she's sensitive but she's still the cruelest Mm -hmm. and it's just this interesting like because of his failure he can't stop Mm -hmm. Uh, obviously this is an unhealthy three we're not talking about a healthy three Mm -hmm. um this is just yeah the lashing out is Ooh, but can I go back to that quote? Because that even proves my point more to me. Because it's like um, September sees that April is trying to undercut him. Oh, interesting. And is going like, I see you. You have not controlled me. You have not won Mm. this room. Like, I'm still here. Yeah. And like trying to reframe it in an image way. Like, you thought I failed, but I didn't. Like, lashing Hmm. out because of the failure. Yeah. But also like, uh uh-uh. Uh-uh. I didn't lose. No, <laughs> like uh-huh. this is my space and I won this. Interesting. Even though there's yeah. like that insecure space of like, oh, this, I did tell this story before. This is my one story. But yeah. in this room, you've heard it before. And like, yeah, I think it's clearly from an unhealthy space. Yes. I, I, I don't, 
it is unhealthy, but I want to use the word unaware yes. more. Just yeah. like a three that's not aware mm-hmm. of the emotions or aware of putting on the image. Yeah. Because September probably thinks he is amazing and wise and knows all of these elegant things and values high culture, which I'm sure is all true. Uh-huh. Because threes, like... They're not generally saying things that aren't true of themselves. Mm-hmm. They're just framing different parts of themselves differently to yeah. win a room, to be the most successful person in the room, because mm-hmm. that's how they feel that they earn love. And so there's this, there should be deep compassion and empathy for those moves, right? Yeah. Like I just see that reaching out in September and. And like, as I roll my eyes, I'm like, oh, honey. Yeah. Like, it's okay. You you told the story before, but you can just say, uh-huh, I told the story before. Oops, sorry. Instead yeah. of like, she's sensitive, but she's the cruelest. Yeah. Like that lashing out. Yep. Yeah. All right, Becky, take it away with October. Okay. I love the epiphany I had about mm-hmm. October. Mm-hmm. The thing that I think ends up framing what this entire story is doing and is about. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's October is in the chair. October is telling the main story. So of course that's true. But just, I never saw this before mm-hmm. and it just broke my heart with joy. Uh-huh. Um, so I think October is most definitely a two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that for a multiplicity of reasons, mm-hmm. I started thinking maybe a four because of the descriptions initially and like no matter what October is very empathetic so I was like definitely the heart triad Mm. so where do you sit um and there are several moments that are like deep responsive empathy that felt like the care of a two Mm -hmm. but the thing that um made it shine the most is just October's every interaction with June. Mm. Everything June says, all of the fears and anxieties, October's always right there. Yeah. Always right there with support. Mm -hmm. And so I used something you started to talk about before, but the quote I used is, so right after um, June tells that frantic story and October says, okay, tell that one. And and June's like, "Uh," the like, eyes big rabbit deer in the headlights what happens next is october nodded so you did he said before any of the others could say anything Mm. like october that deep empathy feeling the anxiety and when it comes to that fear and trepidation in june he responds quickly before any other month can comment Mm -hmm. on the story or insult june for telling a story without permission which February and January would have jumped on Mm -hmm. and that the way of telling the story. So August couldn't like sarcastically and in fun joking way undermine June in those nerves. Yeah. And then the epiphany that I had even more than that, Mm -hmm. October's entire story Mm -hmm. is for June. 
because June looks into the woods with fear and is afraid of what's there and says she sees things in the woods. So October tells a story about going into the woods and the scary creatures you see there, but they're not so scary Mm. and it's not so terrifying after all. It's the story of beauty and darkness and pain. So the story of Runt is getting everyone to feel empathy, Mm. which is why I thought it might be a four because it's this dark story Mm -hmm. with trying to get you to feel for this other character yeah um but then it just I realized like it's all to comfort June and to address that idea of the unknown Hmm. but even in that October leaves some unknown at the end yeah that does still unsettle June but it's in a way of like it's okay like you're afraid but look it's not so scary it's actually quite beautiful they go to a graveyard and he hangs out with a ghost and it's not so scary yeah it's okay and then june's like but what happens next <laughs> you know like what happened in the house and it's like no like it's just okay yeah and like when i had that epiphany i like had tears in my eyes because i was like Aww. he tells an entire story to comfort june <laughs> because june is so afraid every statement and october is just sitting back the whole time right like mm-hmm. observing and like moving toward june mm. um and also there's uh the bit at the very end with november that i really love that's also it's, it's so a, precious it's a similar response of empathy from mm-hmm. the place november's coming from it's yeah. like no i understand and here you go yeah um so i just saw like i went back and forth between 4 and 2 so mm. much but because it's so much like giving of oneself even in the story mm-hmm. it is a story that's very october but it's like 4 June Hmm. in the way that like and automatically made me think of the way Suzanne Stabile when she talked about being a two and the way that she reads books Uh she reads books for other people Mm -hmm. not for herself like she's underlining things to give to people to give the book away to someone as opposed to like for her own benefit Mm -hmm. and it felt like telling a story for someone else's benefit Mm. not his own benefit so that's where I sit with October. Beautiful, loving, empathetic, too. There you go. Interesting. Um, I said October was a nine. And I fought against it because I really wanted to claim October as a nine. Um, <laughs> so I spent a lot of time trying to, to move away from that also. And just to clarify, folks, I'm a nine and my birthday is in October. So that's why I wanted to make October a nine and why I tried to push against it. And I definitely spent some time in October as a four space, especially because of the story of Runt and Dearly. Mm-hmm. It um, feels like such a four story. I would tell that story. Yeah, definitely. Um, so for me, it's interesting. It's October's responses to June where I saw nine space. Mm. Um but before I get there, um, the first part of it to me that felt nine was just on several occasions and from the very beginning, October defers to the group. Mm. It's o- October, conscious of his position in the chair, sipped his apple cider, cleared his throat and said, OK, who wants to begin? And that as well as a few other places just reminded me of the way I facilitate things um because it's this like I know I'm supposed to be in charge 
but I don't want that responsibility. Mm. So I'm going to ask questions and let the group get there mm-hmm. sort of space because as I've heard nine say on podcasts before and as I know personally having the authority is terrifying for a nine mm-hmm. um but October still like you said with the way October jumps in and says so you did he mm-hmm. said before any of the of the others could say anything mm-hmm. was that very empathetic for for what june might face and also the fear of what's going to happen if they start if conflict starts in Mm -hmm. this space and several other responses to to some of the smaller conflicts um october does step in when it's not between him and someone else to say enough Mm -hmm. um in order to to bring the peace back oh yeah um so that's where i saw the nine space um also this is a difficult point to make and so i don't want to rely on it i see more of the nine space in in that facilitator mode um and the hands-off facilitator mode but october's story is the longest but october's in the chair so of course october's story is going to be the longest but we nines are known for our long meandering stories. <laughs> Every detail is important. And um, there are definitely, at the beginning of Runt's story, some details that I don't think other numbers would necessarily include. Um, so that's, that's where I sit. Also, um, a nine's tendency toward comfort and um after telling his story october fills his mug with apple cider and when we uh and drained it and filled it again and it's sort of like that comfort space after i just did this thing i'm gonna do this no one's saying anything i'm doing it again because i need some liquid courage (laughs) you know um and so that just i see that that's where that felt for me um but I, I do see that's the tough part because, as we've said before, and as I know personally, because I mistyped early on as a two, nines and twos yep. will do very similar things. Mm-hmm. And that's it just comes down to the motives mm-hmm. behind it. So, <sighs> yeah, nines and twos are so often mistyped for one another. It's one of the most common mistypings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I just like. Uh, it's what your argument is so compelling because I do see, especially that facilitator mode. Like I had thought about that, Mm -hmm. but I thought it was just like, make sure everyone feels loved make sure everyone feels okay. Mm -hmm. Like it's the same thing for different reasons. Right. Yeah. And the, all the details I just saw as like, you need everything in order to understand and feel the empathy that Mm. I am pushing you to feel Hmm. because what I want all of you to understand and feel because you're all fighting with each other is you need empathy. Yeah. This is what you need. You need to understand someone else's story. So I'm going to give you everything you need Mm. to do that. Yeah. And so it's like, especially that emotional space of runt and like his desires and his needs and especially touching on some of like, if you look at September Mm -hmm. and like the way September has been talking, September needs to have empathy for runt. Yes. Right. Uh Like to move out of that, like sort of, tooting my own horn space kind of thing that maybe is the brothers yeah um 
So, oh, that's so interesting because it, it could be either. Yeah. We just, once again, we just don't have enough information because uh-huh. these are short snippets and from we, each month. Oh, totally. And we have the most information about October. Uh-huh. And still, it's so hard to pin down. Yep. All right, Becky. I'm afraid you're going to take my quote, but you start this one because I started the last one. Oh, now I'm afraid to share which quote. <laughs> it's okay. I'm putting a lot of pressure on you. I can re-say the quote. Even We have very limited choices here. Yes. So November, I said, was a four. That's because November is a four. November is such a four. As a four, I can say that pretty pretty fervently. November is definitely a four. <laughs> um, sorry, if you just heard a bumping, I hit my microphone stand. All right. So... For me, I think for me, it's after October has attempted to console November about um, November's concerns, which is, I think, what you're probably going to. Okay. Well, we'll we'll figure this out. Anyway, um, November says put it like that said november and i feel better i suppose we can't help who we are even after having been consoled after expressing a fear and expressing deficiency Mm -hmm. or a fear of deficiency october steps in and gives consolation and tries to encourage november a very straightforward sort of encouragement um Mm -hmm. But November's response is still, it just sounded so much like Eeyore to me in that space of like, well, I guess it's just who I am. (laughs) (laughs) And gosh, there's, there's so much beauty in that acceptance Mm -hmm. and uh, obviously pain because you know, November is, is still hesitant and concerned about next month. It's his turn mm-hmm. or next time. We don't know that it's next month. He is the next month. Yeah, he is the next month whenever story time happens again. Exactly. <laughs> we don't know what month it is. Exactly. It's probably October, though. Probably. <laughs> Just gonna guess. October's in the chair. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll leave it there and let you you take over with your, since you are the expert on fours. <sighs> I have so many thoughts about November. Just, I res, like, there's not that much that November says, Mm -hmm. but November's presence is large. Yes. And you feel November and Mm -hmm. it's beautiful and it's sad. And I resonated just so much with every statement, every move. Mm -hmm. And I love October for what October says. Right. Uh Sorry, I'm getting all verklempt. Um, no. So, uh, I started with the most obvious for quotation. That's Uh my support is right after October finishes this story. October is in the chair. It's October's month to share. October shared a beautiful story that created empathy. I'm, I'm, no, I'm speaking correctly. Okay. October shared a beautiful story that's full of empathy and beauty and wonder And November immediately comes in and says, I like your stories. Mine are always so dark. 
So it's like reveling in the beauty of the story, appreciating the story, but immediately going to that space of envy and comparison. And well, I would never tell a story like that. Yeah. Because my stories are always so depressing. Mm -hmm. And then what October says to November in response Mm -hmm. is, no, it's okay because your nights are longer and you're darker. Yeah. Like, so of course your stories are darker. You aren't as warm. It's natural. That's just who you are. Uh Uh-huh. And um, being in a four space fours always fear that sharing all of their emotions sharing everything that they feel the way that we speak is everything because we feel everything huge and at once Mm -hmm. and we always at least speaking from personal experience i always feel like when i talk i'm bringing everyone down Mm -hmm. like i'm afraid to share my stories because I think they're all of that like, yeah, but mm. <laughs> space that like, oh, yeah, it was sunny today. Yeah. But did you know that there are children starving in the world? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it always feels like I'm doing that. Yeah. So it's that idea of like that E or like I'm always bringing people down. But I find it really interesting. The way that you read that next statement. Yeah. Because I think maybe only a four could understand what that statement is. And mm-hmm. other people hear Eeyore as sad. Yeah. But I heard that statement as like October gave November the freedom of being mm. November's self. Yeah. And the thing about fours is we are all about self-interrogation. Mm-hmm. And we're called the individualist. We're called sort of like that self-centered, self-focused number, Mm. which is true, but it's not just that. Mm -mm. It's doing the work of self-awareness because it's necessary Mm -hmm. and beautiful and we want to call other people to it. Yeah. And so... October was generous in freeing November, but also in giving a a, like spark of Mm self-awareness. So that statement is for November self, but for everyone else like that. I suppose we can't help who we are. It's that like, oh, like epiphany Uh moment and for everyone. And so I just read it as that sort of like mystic spiritually aware space that Mm -hmm. we fours like to go to yeah um and just like the four bringing the truth and the resonance to the story yeah that like i see all of the themes of your story i felt everything so deeply and i could never do it that well Hmm. but like and but you were generous enough to free me from that so now i'm freed from my insecurity and i can see to the truth of the thing yeah um and just, yeah, especially that idea of, like, my stories are always too dark. Mm-hmm. That, like, I just, I was like, right? Uh-huh. I know. How do you fix that? I don't know how to not do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, November and just the beauty of October. Again, that two space to me, like, mm. giving November the words November needed to feel loved and present and yeah. see themselves. Totally. Um, yeah. And I said, you know, that it's, it's Eeyore-ish, but I don't, I didn't, I mean it also in the way that we've been talking about Eeyore lately in, in the four space of, of the self-awareness. So Mm -hmm. yeah, there, I did read some sadness in there definitely, but also in just this Mm self-acceptance. Absolutely. 
in that I suppose we can't help who we are. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. It's that weird. (sighs) Melancholy joy Mm -hmm. that is very much a four space. Yep. That's what joy is. Yeah. Joy is beauty in the midst of sadness. Mm -hmm. It is just being okay. Yeah. And that is what fours in health can do. Mm-hmm. See the darkness and be okay and bring that okayness into other people's darkness. Yeah. And even that, like, I don't know, just November's like envy and awareness of those dark stories and that like not quite fitting inness. Like I can't tell stories the way everyone else can yeah and I'm up next and now I'm feeling anxious because I'm just gonna bring everyone down into my darkness Mm -hmm. and I know people don't like to go down into the darkness and that's going to hurt them and I feel empathy for that thing that they have and so I'm sorry for being me everyone yeah it's just like I just like Uh felt that so viscerally and I love it definitely all right so We've got December. Um, this time mm-hmm. I'm gonna steal the one line. Go for it. <laughs> I told you you could. Uh, so oh, I said December was a five with like a bajillion question marks <laughs> because December. What December says is after the story is done, it was a story. I'll say that for it. He rubbed his pale blue eyes with a fist. Hmm. So, um, I said that he was a five mm-hmm. because of that just like straightforward telling it like it is like it was a story. You're welcome. And then, um, more superficially, but, um, fives are the number on the Enneagram with the least amount of energy. Mm-hmm. And so after all of this mm-hmm. like social interaction of the conflict back and forth, the people talking, are they not going to talk? What's happening? What's with the procedure? Mm-hmm. We're going to vote. We're not going to vote. Now there's been emotion and like all of these things. This five just yawns, rubs his eyes with a fist and is tired. Mm. <laughs> like I just... That's all I had. Um, Uh But it just felt like that, like straightforward, unemotional. And now I'm sleepy. This five is done. Can we be done with stories and go to bed now? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my take. Okay. See, and I I saw it as one space. um, Because regardless of, regardless of the type October is, as we both said, the story felt very four-ish in Mm -hmm. some of the, absolutely the themes it deals with. And, um, a one who goes into that melancholic force space in stress isn't gonna necessarily want to revel in a story like that for very long. Mm. And so this is a one not being critical while still being critical. So not doing something wrong by antagonizing the person in the chair and not doing something wrong by by starting any sort of argument or fight, but still expressing their lack of enthusiasm Mm. for this story. It was a story. I'll say that for it. So still saying, yes, you shared a story, Mm -hmm. but not it was a good story or it was a bad story because of getting into that right and wrong space, which they don't necessarily 
they probably have a feeling about what it should be but mm-hmm. it's also the end of the night as you said he rubbed his eyes with his fist and so it's one of those things he's like I just don't want to get into it right now mm-hmm. it was a story yeah I like that that reading of that because especially that like dismissiveness yes because I don't want to deal with the emotional stories I don't want you to make me feel empathy mm-hmm. how dare you make me feel empathy yeah and like that makes the like rubbing the eyes with a fist almost performative yeah because it's like it was a story I'll say that for it okay we're done (laughs) like I'm now I'm tired now I'm done like let's move on because I don't want to deal with that space that you just created yeah like and it wasn't it wasn't the way I would have told a story it wasn't the kind of story one should bring to an event like this yeah that was too dark it was too uh spooky you know like why would you bring a story about a dead kid totally (laughs) and it's also very much a one's version of a gut response where he doesn't give any reasons for feeling this way. Mm-hmm. But like ones who feel that the anger that they have is is wrong, they put on that smile and they become super... They try to push the anger away mm. and detach from it. It's sort of in that same vein. I feel mm-hmm. that this is happening in mm-hmm. this like, I, I don't agree with what's happened here, but I don't, I feel like it would be wrong to step into this critical space mm-hmm. with you right now. Mm-hmm. So it was your month. Yeah. It would be wrong of me to undermine your story in your month. Exactly. However, I am annoyed yeah. about the story that was told. Mm-hmm. Push it down. Push down your annoyance because that makes me better. I have the upper hand. Exactly. I'm more sanctimonious <laughs> because I disagree with what has happened, but I will not rub it in your face because I am better than that. Exactly. I know what is right. And I just don't want to go to that emotional overarching for dark space that you just indulged in yeah yeah okay i buy that (laughs) i i say december's a one okay so oh that's interesting okay so the triad oh no that's not true is it because well it depends no No, because one is still gut yeah well because i was putting what i was putting together Uh is december january and february a season oh are all ones are all ones well except for i said february was phobic six but i can see if i'm right yes if if then that entire season well because that's just what struck me when i was typing when to me Uh january and february just seemed so similar because they were even like almost parroting each other yes so i was like is that a seasonal thing which is why i had started thinking about like typing seasons i thought about like type winter type spring because you could like April and May are mm-hmm. also fairly similar if yeah. you're right. Uh, and I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you're right about one and I'm right about yeah. the other and then we flip, yeah. then yes. <laughs> but either way, I think they're in a similar triad. Yeah. Like that's really interesting to me. And it makes sense that like the, 
the seasons, the months in the same season would be similar. Yes. Because if you look at October and November. Totally. Like they're so similar. Yeah. And like that's why they have that understanding and empathy in that heart space. Uh Uh-huh. According to me. Yes. (laughs) Which is interesting. I actually typed all of summer, so June, July, and August as head triad space because i've got a six a five wing six and a seven yeah so between the two of us <laughs> we have typed the, the no, a whole season yeah, if, you, if i go with you on july then that is true yeah that makes summer head uh-huh spring gut fall heart winter winter's gut if they're all winter's all ones yeah (laughs) so everything is right in the winter which i think (laughs) most of the ones i know would disagree with (laughs) i don't know if any of them care for winter all that much (laughs) um yeah that was really interesting yeah The, the that last awareness of those triads is really interesting to me. Yeah. And like the space that months inhabit because of the weather, even that oh. very impact of weather. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Gosh, the uh, the 12 months and their uh, their families of seasons, mm-hmm. if you will. It's been an exciting an exciting adventure, I think, for for my my brain for this last episode of ours, just working through how to even assign personality to a single line <laughs> has been, as everyone has heard, a difficult process. Close to impossible. Uh-huh. Um gosh. Um, other than the the seasonal triad spaces, is there anything else connection wise that you saw that stood out to you this time around? Um, I think the thing just through doing this that really stood out to me, I've mentioned this like five times already, but when I read this, just thinking about the Enneagram, the line that just felt so pertinent for doing this work of knowing ourselves was that beautiful line mm. from November yeah. that it just was freeing to me. And maybe that's me in my force space, but like just this idea of knowing ourselves. So after, you know, after October freeze November up, November just says, put it like that said November. And I feel better. Mm-hmm. I suppose we can't help who we are. And I just heard that as the Enneagram. It's like, oh, when you put like this number like that, I I see it. I feel better because the Enneagram has given me a vision into myself and why I am who I am and given me the space for transformation. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, for me as a four, I just automatically go to shame. Yeah. And it's not a space for shame to be ashamed of who I am. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I feel better. It's just true. So I can unemotionally look at these things about myself 
and have that knowledge and grow in it. Yeah. And so I just thought those were just such words of wisdom for mm-hmm. this journey that we're on with Definitely. the Enneagram. And I just really wanted to highlight that because it just made my soul sore. Yeah. No, that's, that is beautiful. I think for me, the, the interactions, because most of the interactions in this story happen between neighboring months. Mm-hmm. There are a few cross the circle interactions that we, we talked about. Certainly September can't help but get his nose in everything. Everyone's business. Um, Cause September knows best, but best. for the, <laughs> for the most part, it's sort of sibling month to sibling month mm. ne- neighbors interacting with each other. And I, f- I found that interesting too, because of how, how when you share a background with someone, you aren't going to necessarily have the same number as we've seen with these months who are mm-hmm. even in the same season, you're still going to be a very different person, but there still will be the, the way in which you interact with the world mm. is still gonna be impacted by those by your siblings by your close friends by the people right around you mm-hmm. um even in thinking about the way that i type some of these these characters and even throughout this whole season the way i've typed some of these characters is still me thinking about my friends and family who mm-hmm. inhabit these these enneagram type spaces so yeah, I think that was one of the, I mean, just one of the beautiful aspects of the way Neil tell, yeah. Neil Gaiman tells stories is, ah. Oh. <sighs> Do yourselves a favor. G- get this story. Listen to the YouTube video or watch it, I suppose. Yes. <laughs> um, and read these stories because he does have such a finger on those Mm -hmm. deep spaces yes you know he as any good fantasy story does Mm -hmm. he touches on these things askance yes but it just resonates so deeply um and i just i love it and i think yeah like i can't help as we're doing this but think of all of the examples of the numbers that I know, mm-hmm. like what you were just saying, the people in my life who are nines mm-hmm. or eights or whatever it might be. And that's how, what brings me to these yeah. characters, but then moving beyond that Definitely. and letting them speak for themselves. But like looking at the people around you and how that shapes you, yeah. this story really showed that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like just reactivity, right? Like oh, totally. For April to me, just like all of the reactivity to how other people interact with you mm-hmm. coming from their space, you coming from your space and just seeing why knowing yourself, why knowing these things is so important because you can just do relationships better, succeed better. And I mean, succeed yeah. in the way of like emotionally being well, <laughs> that yes. is success in my world. Uh-huh. Um, So, yeah, I just I've loved this journey so far. I'm so excited about all of the things we've gotten to look at. Mm -hmm. Um, And I cannot wait to do more. Um, But this was like so much fun looking at these months as hard as it was. Definitely. So speaking of which, since we've been mentioning it here and again, Um, This has been our last episode for our very first season, Um, but 
keep an eye on your podcast feeds because we'll be back for a couple of holiday specials. Yes, we understand. We hear you. This was a short season, but you know, we are just like the BBC with our seasons. Mm -hmm. Long episodes (laughs) and very short seasons and holiday specials. So basically think we're like Sherlock. I'm basically Benedict Cumberbatch is what I'm trying to say here. Does that make me Martin? Yep. Okay. You can have that. (laughs) Um, But that means I'm also Bilbo. You win. You win. I am so many wonderful things. I'm smog. Yes. But. Um, so, yeah. So short seasons, long episodes, holiday specials. Yes. So keep an eye out for those holiday specials. They're going to be pretty fun. Yes, they will. I am so excited for the holiday specials. But speaking of Sherlock, season two of Type This Cast will be our first thematic season. We are going to dive into some of our favorite literature. Stories? Stories. Some of our favorite stories. And we're focusing on detectives. We'll be starting with Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's famous detecting duo, who we just claimed as our own, except for it's not the BBC version, of... Holmes and Watson. It's elementary, my dear Nella. Yeah. Yeah, I went there. Womp, womp, womp. I went there. <laughs> and I am Sherlock. You're welcome. Um, We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. As always, we'd like to thank Matt Ziganis for use of his music. Check out his songs on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and any other music streaming or purchasing place. Um... And thank you to our sound wizard, Joel Miller. And we'd like to especially thank you, dear listener. Mm. We have enjoyed having you along for this literary and cinematic Enneagram journey. And we are so looking forward to next season to detecting with you. Oh, boy, are we. I'm so glad you were here with us. Um, please find us on social media on Twitter at type this cast, Instagram at type this cast, and email us your thoughts at type this cast at gmail.com to continue the conversation and look out this week for your chance to type this cast that we type today, those months in our October in the chair poll. Mm-hmm. As always, if you like what you're hearing, please go and rate and review type this cast on iTunes or any of the other places you listen to us and let us know what you think that helps other folks find us and it helps us know how to keep doing this we're Mm -hmm. at the end of a season and you know we're gonna be tinkering and if you are enjoying it tell your friends um Honestly, the more the merrier with a journey like this as we're walking through the Enneagram and as eventually we'll have perhaps a uh, fellowship of nine. Oh, oh, will we? Perhaps. We need more of you along this journey with us for us to get to that point, though. But we really do want to do the fellowship. Yes. I'm really excited about Lord of the Rings in our future. Definitely. Um. So... With that, dear listeners, we will leave you 
with the ineffable words of our author today, Mm. Neil Gaiman, from his magical poem, Instructions. Remember your name. Do not lose hope. What you seek will be found. Trust ghosts. Trust those that you have helped to help you in their turn. Trust dreams. Trust your heart and trust your story. Mm-hmm.